Hey, so we are back with another episode of Nate's Night the Movie podcast, and we're going to be jumping in with an early 2000s, I would say classic. I mean, it's classic to me. It's probably classic to anyone born in the 90s growing up with this film. We're talking about 2006's She's the Man. It's cringy. It's pretty funny. It's very unique. It's unlike anything that we've had since and probably anything before it as well. Amanda Bynes, Channing Tatum. Let's get into it. Now, Amanda Bynes, it's, I do kind of miss her humor as an actress in movies just because she played these characters in ways that are unrealistic, but also kind of makes sense i guess like even in this film like she has this natural kind of cool girl vibe to her but also she is dorky dorky and not just dorky in the way that is natural for people but (laughs) to like an extreme basically and that's how she is in a lot of her films and stuff but i enjoy it i enjoy all the cringe and this film is peak example of that for her So this film was inspired by Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. We have all kinds of kind of classic early 2000s vibes with a ton of different uh, montages, especially at the beginning of this film. We have like a freeze frame montage while they're playing soccer where you have like graphics over it, like stuff that you would see definitely about a decade ago and not we've moved past it and it's definitely kind of good that we've moved past it so the concept of this film is that amanda bynes character viola wants to play soccer and the girls team at her school is cut so she wants to play on the boys team and they won't let her so she's going to go to her brother's school because apparently they go to different schools and she's going to pretend to be him while he's in london for a couple weeks to be on the boys team there and realistically like there's no way she's pulling this off but she gets the idea to pretend to be her brother because first her brother's girlfriend mistakes her for her brother from the back and then her mom says something about them looking like too so she's like hey i'll just be my brother for a little bit so i can play soccer because amanda Bynes is a soccer gal Now, obviously, the whole Amanda Bynes pretending to be a boy thing is very cringe. But she arrives at the school. She shows off her guy voice, which is this weird kind of Wisconsin, Canadian kind of sound to it. I don't know. I mean, it is a little deeper, but it's not that much deeper than her normal talking voice. It's just kind of strange. Um, but that's what she goes with. And she has kind of crazy eyes too, when she's talking, like this is very funny. It's very entertaining, even though obviously you have to kind of believe all the characters around her are just kind of dumb for not seeing through this charade. So she's introduced to Channing Tatum's character, Duke, who obviously she doesn't have feelings for right away because he's like not wearing a shirt or anything. And when she first meets him and that's not a big deal. She's just kind of happy to be there and ready to set out on her mission, even though she does develop feelings for him later on. I do think that's interesting that they don't really 
set that up at the beginning. They give it time for them to bond and for her to fall for him because she is so focused on soccer that she doesn't have time for guys. I mean, she literally just dumped her boyfriend who was campaigning against her when she tried to (laughs) try out for the boys soccer team. So clearly right choice to dump him, but she goes out for soccer. She says, tells us the coach that she has to wear a shirt because she's allergic to the sun, which again, cover is helps her keep her cover. She goes to shower after practice and she's basically ready to just walk into the shower with all the boys. Um, She's not really sure what she's doing, how she's going to keep her cover. Luckily for her, the the president, I guess you would call him. It's kind of confusing because it seems like college, basically. That's the vibe you get from the whole thing. But at the same time, it, it seems like they're also in high school. So I don't know. But she meets David Cross, who's the headmaster. He is the kind of guy that wants to seem cool to his students. Um, and he even ends this whole conversation with her walking out of the office, bumping into Olivia, who's going to be a little bit of a potential love interest for Duke and also Sebastian, who Viola is currently pretending to be. And he makes it awkward. And that also draws attention for Olivia to look at Sebastian, a.k.a. Viola right now. So there's just multiple situations where Viola is just barely keeping her identity hidden, but she's getting more and more comfortable, even though the guys are just kind of getting more and more weirded out by her and, well, Sebastian, and believing that this dude, something is seriously wrong with this dude. So that leads to probably the cringiest part of the film where they're in this like pizza shop and she kind of recruits her soccer gal pals and the hairdresser and they are gonna make her look super cool her gal pals are gonna flirt with her sebastian so that way all of her the guys on the soccer team will see this and be totally impressed by her and she's just doing all kinds of cringy things um saying weird things and they're just fawning over it for the sake of making her look impressive and the guys are just fully buying into it and we soon find out after like they're kind of accepting sebastian aka viola into the group more that the one guy has a thing for eunice even though eunice is a headgear wearing um kind of stereotypical nerd girl and this actress absolutely kills it i mean aside from amanda in this film eunice is the other extremely unique character that stands out And she just kills it every time she comes up because she always says something strange or does something weird. And it's just so great. It's so funny. So seeing that Sebastian Viola is so good with girls, Duke wants to know how he can talk to girls. Now, I don't think this is believable that seeing Channing Tatum, he's going to struggle talking to girls. Or, like, he can't say anything, like, not even a normal conversation. So, that's a little, a little unbelievable. But Viola is going to try to set him up with Olivia, but the thing is, Olivia likes Viola, who she believes to be Sebastian. We continue to go back and forth between school and hanging out with friends and soccer, and we see Viola gets 
hit in the nuts, as in Sebastian, and she doesn't react because she's a girl, and then she realizes, oh, she's supposed to be in pain. So that's a that's I think I rem- if I remember correctly, that was a big part of the trailer. We have kind of a classic moment in the film where Viola as Sebastian is teaching Duke how to date, and she is pretending to be a girl. And that weirds him out initially, but he goes along with it. And she talks about cheese and there's a spider and they have moments where, you know, Duke is connecting with her and she's connecting with him and they're kind of liking each other, but it's still a very weird situation because he sees Sebastian, not Viola. But at the carnival soon after, Viola gets her chance, she kisses him, and this kind of starts the romance between them, even though Sebastian is what... Duke sees as the person he lives with, but Viola is the person who is trying to convince him to go out with her sister, which is her. It's very complicated and weird. Ultimately, what happens is in order to make Sebastian Viola jealous, Olivia goes out with Duke on a double date, and they invite Sebastian to go along and to bring Eunice. So Eunice is on a double date, and the soccer bros are seeing this happen, and the guy who likes Eunice is like, you know what? How is it cool when Sebastian does it, but when I want to do it, it's weird. So he's gaining more and more confidence. So I, I really like this side side plot um, point where we're building up this relationship between Eunice and the soccer player. And it's not central to the story, but it adds something really nice. Duke tries a cheese line on Olivia. It doesn't work. They're clearly just there for the sake of being there then neither of them are really into the date eventually what happens is sebastian aka viola leaves olivia leaves too because she's not actually there for the date duke tries the cheese line on eunice just for the sake of conversation and she says cheese is my favorite animal byproduct so that should just tell you eunice is a little little crazy but also very very entertaining Things start to spiral as the real Sebastian shows up, Olivia kisses him, and she doesn't notice that there's a major difference between the two, but Duke sees those two kissing. He believes that it's actually, it's the Sebastian he's been living with, aka Viola, so he takes it out on Viola, and then we have this big moment at the end where the big game is happening, everyone's there to see it. Sebastian, the real Sebastian, gets roped into playing the game because Viola is not there because the night before, Eunice kind of moonwalked into the scene and invited her to stay with her for the night since Duke had kicked Sebastian out. So real Sebastian is terrible at soccer, but at this point, people have their suspicions and start to come to the realization that Sebastian is actually Viola. So we have this moment where everything is revealed, including human anatomy. And mom and dad are in the stands. They get to see this and they're like, oh gosh, wow, this is happening. Ever, But the thing is, it's actually Sebastian. So they, David Cross, ex-girlfriend and nerd guy are all wrong for a moment. But then ultimately what happens is Viola does have to reveal that she is has been pretending for the sake of hopefully maintaining her relationship with Duke. Although I should go back and 
mention Eunice again, great line when Sebastian <laughs> proves he's a boy using his anatomy. She says, soccer is the world's favorite sport. <laughs> so she has a lot of lines, one-liners that are just so good. So good. So well-delivered. Ultimately, they are able to recover their relationship enough to play as a team and win the game. But Duke is going to pout about this whole situation for a little bit. We see Eunice gets together with the soccer guy. Um, Sebastian gets together with Olivia and Viola is separated from Duke for a little bit, but they quickly recover it. They fall in love. And that is the end of the story. We definitely don't have anything like this. It couldn't be made today, probably. And I think a lot of people, if you saw it for the first time today, you'd probably think it's a terrible movie. I think it definitely lives on nostalgia a little bit for the time that it was in when it was made. But the critics gave it a 43%. The audience gave it a 79%. Personally, if I were to judge this as a movie as a whole, I'd give it a 5 out of 10. If I were to rate it personally, I would probably say like a 6 out of 10. Just ignoring the fact that there's a lot of things about this movie that aren't great. But it's a, it's, I wouldn't say comfort. It's kind of a comfort movie. Like, it's a movie I can turn on and pick up at any point and just laugh at and enjoy it for the cringe that it is and for Amanda Bynes' performance because she, she nails the thing that she's good at doing in her style of humor. And that is something to give her credit for. I wish she would get back into acting and kind of do her style of comedy again. Like I grew up with her on big fat liar and she's the man. And she's also in Sydney white and she does a couple other things too. And she brings her humor into all of those things. And it's just so unique. And unfortunately she's just drifted so far away from this now that I don't know if we're ever going to get to see it again, but if she would decide to get back on the actor train I would fully support and I'd definitely go see whatever she'd make at least initially see what she does with her career but thanks for listening to this episode of Nate's Night at the Movie podcast and I'll catch you next time